I'm ready. You know if you're ready. You I'm ready. Need, you don't need my permission. You're always ready, though. The, you got the cheese head right there. Packers big win. I know that you guys were really excited. It was a just a demolition surprise. of the Dallas Cowboys. A surprise demolition. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's right. We're talking football tonight. Talking, football. We got oh, NFL no. playoffs are upon us. I know you've been waiting for our hot tips. The last game is actually going on right now as we record. In oh, case really? You were, in case you were curious about when we recorded the last wild card game between the Eagles and the the Buccaneers, the, Tampa, oh. the Buccaneers of Tampa Bay, which will probably still be going on when we uh, when we when arrive we at our post at... Uh, our post uh, game trivia, our, yeah. our post recording trivia. Yeah. A little insight, a little behind the curtain to how it goes. Who do you think you got, Eagles or Buccaneers? Well, right now the Bucks are winning. I think like seventeen to three. Woo! So I got the Bucks. All right, at I got this the point, Bucks. all I right, got the Bucks. Yeah, that's, that's an easy bet there. Uh, so how are you doing today, Kyle? Good. Yeah, you feel good. You look good. I mean, you always look good. Yeah, you know, um, you've got some rest. You got some color in your cheeks. Uh, last couple of days, I've been just sleeping. That's great. Uh, which uh, great. Which may, might be my body telling me I needed it. Yeah, and no, so, you look well rested. You look great. You look, you look, you know. Yeah, we're you know, wedding stuff is still coming together slowly, surely. Um, paid for the Don't pies. <laughs> paid for the pies for the wedding. Because we're doing wedding pie, not wedding cake. We don't, I know. We which don't... I'm excited about the pies. Double, double pies, pizza pie. But yeah, pizza, it's a pie. It's pie pies and, all uh, around. Pie, pies and pints. Pies uh, and pints. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's a big time. It's a big time for all of us out yeah. there. And we're, you know, it, it, and post-holidays, it's actually not been all that, you know, chaotic in my life, you know. So, we're we're taking it days at a time and it's that's all you, you know, can do brother that's all you can is. do one day at a time i feel like that's how you gotta live your life it's weird because we we had such a chaotic 2023 that 2024 beginning with this kind of quietness is a bit eerie you think it's the calm before the storm <laughs> maybe we got the wedding i mean that's a big deal where there's yeah. a lot of excitement in the extended i know movies and you don't universe i mean that recording of excitement that recording process for season 10 has been a bit stressful um reaching out to people i i had an order in my mind and like a and and following up with those people um i thought it was going to be easier to schedule one-on-ones apparently it's harder yeah, well, people, I mean, they're, I guess they're gearing up for the Olympics this year. It's an election sure. year. Actually, the Iowa caucus is happening tonight. Uh, Trump order Believe won. it or not. Yeah, uh, yeah shocked. Not uh, shocking. Uh, shocked. Shocked to find gambling in this establishment. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a, well, who knows? I'm sure it'll all work out. I've got a good feeling. I'm going to send good vibes always in the direction of the I Know. Yeah. But this is part of the I Know movies and you don't extend a universe. Yeah. We're talking movies. We're talking we're talking the year behind us, the year to come. Yes. Yeah, we'll split uh, it down we, the middle. We, we haven't, you know, I, I threatened to see the beekeeper and make Kyle see the beekeeper, but I didn't. I was gone this weekend, so I didn't see the beekeeper. So we're not going to talk about the beekeeper, and I'm sure you'll all be fine not getting that review. Uh, I'm sure you'll <laughs> I, I all soldier I think it's review proof. I think you'll soldier it? on without knowing our take on the I don't, beekeeper. Do you, do you think people listen? I don't think people listen to us for the recommendation, do they? I have no idea why people listen to us. That's true. I, I, I don't you know, know why. I know one person. Shout out to Jay. I mean, I know other people who listen. Yeah. But the one person I know who I know why he listens is oh. my friend Jacob, who lives in Taiwan. Oh, yeah. And he listens because he feels like we keep him abreast of some aspects of American popular culture, which he wants to maintain some connection to, even some though connection. he's, a, he's a, a lifelong expatriate, it would seem. <laughs> but uh, but I uh, so so that's I know one person. I was one person yeah. who I can tell you why it is they listen. Well, Everyone I, else is a mystery. To I've me. always thought Some of it. Some people think I have a sexy voice. You do. You we do. both got sexy voices. Uh, that I've I've been told I have the face for radio. Face for radio. So, that's right. But, we have face uh, for podcasting. Two I, faces for podcasting right here. I like to think of us as a culture talk, like yeah. that. That's oriented around movies because I don't. I don't think. It's my job to tell you to see something. I don't think it's my job to tell you that you must see yeah, something. Yeah, we're not going to do this like five movies in no, twenty five minutes I, and give them like thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, I that's think not very interesting. Uh, yeah, we want to talk about these movies as they relate to our experiences, and I think that those experiences are reflective of like what we see going on, what we feel is going on, and a good movie will reflect that. And 
Yeah, I've always th- seen it as a cl- kind of culture talk. 100%. Yeah. So they made some movies in 2023. Well, they released some movies in 2023. <laughs> Certainly they uh, did. Uh, some of them were good. There was a, This was actually a very good year, in my opinion. See, because we thought for a long time it wasn't. We, we, no, no, we early, early on. on it. Early on early was on it looked, rough. I mean, I felt like for months and months I would just talk about past lives. So like, yes. well, their yeah, past yeah. lives was good. <laughs> yeah. And then every and then so a often. would trickle in that yeah, I would enjoy. I remember, I remember we talked about, you know, because I saw it, but you didn't, was Passages, but then we both saw Bottoms. And we were like, yeah, there's some there's some texture here. There's some interesting yeah. stuff coming out. Um, and, uh, but this, the past couple months, the, the last couple months, as it always is, Onslaught, just a... a embarrassment yeah. of riches yeah, it's, really it's, the awards thing is so stupid i, I really hate it the way <laughs> i mean the awards themselves are stupid right and it's funny because the big award movie is not going to be a december movie no. it's going to be a movie that was released in the middle of the year if oppenheimer is in fact the big award movie which all signs point to it being yeah We've, you've already heard so. our opinion about that yeah but uh, you know, some of these year-end movies will win an award here, an award there, right? I mean, an acting award, maybe a screenwriting award. You'll see a few of those sort of peppered out to the to the end of the year movies. But by and large, it looks like the awards are going to be dominated by by a movie that came out in the middle of the year, which I think is interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think we're going to see. I mean. If there's one thing we know about Hollywood, I mean, I guess this going to sort of the year in review, and this is kind of looking backward and looking forward. We're going to see a lot of Oppenheimers. We're going to see we're going to see a, a rash of like these sort of prestige movies, right? That try to kind of make money, but also, you know, uh-huh. be award movies. Yeah. Some, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. The best of both worlds. You know, certainly no one will get to keep making movies like this. Maybe they'll, I don't know, I guess. It's funny because it's not clear who else can occupy. He occupies a very weird space of the guy who can credibly make a movie that could make a bunch of money and also win awards. I mean, that's like, that's him. That's Spielberg still, I guess, to some extent. Yeah. I guess that's kind of maybe Ridley Scott on a good day. On a good, yeah. But Napoleon is... Napoleon wants to be what Oppenheimer is, right? It wants I agree. to be a big money yeah. movie that also wins awards. And, and I don't it didn't know that make, it did either of those things. It, did, it won't be up for awards, and it didn't make a lot so, of money. So, so it's kind of a... I mean, we're still going to see this giant deluge of little movies that are just that are just venture capital plays, right? They're A24 movies. They're things that... You know, they're just hoping one or two of them. I mean, they're just looking for, you know, everything everywhere all at once. They're just looking for that one that yeah. breaks through. Yeah. They're going to keep doing that, but I do think we're going to see this other thing, this attempt to make another Oppenheimer, which I think is probably going to be very hard to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just, uh, in, in and to reference... do more things like Barbenheimer. They're going to try. Yes. They're going to try to manufacture that, which is like the that was the very rare like organic kind of viral yeah. thing. It was kind of accidental. They're going to try to do that again and it's going to fail. Well, I'm, and, sure, and, I'm sure they're going to do it. But but night and day programming is not uh, n- not out of the realm of just possibility for the future. It happens all the time. In fact, uh, 2000... They're going to try to market a thing. Oh, for like, sure. They want, like, let's oh, get this yeah. hashtag going. Let's get yeah. uh, uh, do, do, do na, do na, do na Nali Pocket or something. Like They're going to try to get a something going yeah like that and it's not going to work and it's going to feel forced and everybody's going to know exactly what it is yeah but they'll do it yeah they'll absolutely. 100% do it absolutely and and you likely see it with maybe another nolan film because like he's the one that comes into mind because dark knight and mama mia came out on the same uh day <laughs> that was the that was the 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 barbenheimer before it yeah was it just uh nobody knew how to like articulate it, it wasn't like some marketable phrasing uh uh, it, it it didn't co- coalesce as well as Barbie and Oppenheimer for some reason. Well, and, well it, it does speak to another trend, I think, that is a backwards and forwards looking trend, which is we are sort of entering the post-Marvel, post-comic book blockbuster I world, think so, right? yeah. That's I mean, disappearing this next it year. It seems that that's finally run its course. Yeah. Right, or at least it's gotten to the point where it's not going to be hegemonic, where you feel like the summer is a fully, you know two-thirds comic book movies and pre-existing there's IPs, one right? coming that's out next so year nuts. one marvel movie. that's so nuts i mean i'm probably overstating it it's not like i've gone back and counted these things but just from the standpoint of being just in the culture or whatever 
there were years where it felt like it was just a drum beat, just an yeah. onslaught oh, yeah, of yeah, these yeah. movies. It was inevitable, and and people well, were seeing years. them. And twenty uh, years is a good run. I mean, I think it it strikes a. Uh, you know, uh, there there was a time when I kept saying that there was fatigue, that there was Marvel fatigue, superhero fatigue, and people would look at you as though, but they're still making them. They're still making millions of dollars. But look at it; they're 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 they are not producing as many. They are not releasing as many. They, I think I think they're even responding that the market is telling you that it's not worth the amount of money that they're putting into these productions. The Marvels was the most expensive movie by so minute nuts. that exists. So, that's so nuts. Yeah, it's crazy, it's so and no, not a lot of people saw it. Like, not not enough people saw it. That's really when when it's everyone to justify that price yeah, point. When everyone has to see it, that you're you're working in dangerous territory, and uh, that I I do think it's going to start shifting, and um, I'm hoping that it is more venture capital. You know, indies and lower budget risk taking yeah, for storytelling. Really see, I, but but that I don't think that's going to fundamentally change. No, right? that we we we've seen that. Like, will they bring? Will, it, will like a mid range comeback? Like, yeah, there, I like mid range. Is there a yeah. rom com play that people are going to see? Is there that? It, um, speaking of last year, was not necessarily even remotely my fa- anywhere close to my favorite. But no hard feelings with Jennifer Lopez did incredibly well, and it was a mid budget rom com. Jennifer, I think you did. Uh, Jen- Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer, what did I say? You Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> like, Sorry, excuse I, me. I think it was Jennifer. Excuse no, me. People like that movie. People like that movie. But but there's yeah some some R-rated comedy some whatever I do wonder if like you know I still think we're in that phase where they don't know yeah they don't know but it's pretty clear that we're coming to the end of something and so I'm interested to see what are they gonna like what is this summer slate of movies gonna look like in a year or two because it's always a lagging indicator right they're, oh for sure they're coming to terms yeah. with it now. And next year they got whatever they got on the slate, right? And mm-hmm. clearly they already were feeling it because they're not putting as much comic book stuff out there. Yeah, they're holding it. Yeah, but but once like, you know, yeah. What 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 is what what's our summer movie slate going to look like in a year or two down the road? That's interesting to me. I don't have any particularly great ideas. I mean, I know there'll be Oppenheimer clones, right? I know there'll be Barbie clones. We're gonna see we're gonna see a lot of Barbie. We're gonna see a lot of Oppenheimer. You're gonna see that movie. Maybe even more Barbie than Oppenheimer because, you know, I I, I mean. Uh, I'll say something nice about Nolan, or at least potentially nice. He is sort of a formula unto himself. Like it's not clear that you, his yeah. movies have a very particular DNA that I don't know that you can rip out and clone as easily yeah. as like I know what the Barbie thing is. I yeah. mean, I like Greta Gerwig, but I know, I mean, they're they're committed to make a bunch of these Mattel movies, so I oh, yeah, I yeah, know yeah. sort of they're going to have this kind of girl meta, boss meta quality kind of yeah. quality. They're going to be kind of cute and fun, and they're going to try to play. You know, both sides of the street in terms of like, well, kids might enjoy this, but the adults are going to be happy that it has a good sort of solid message. Right. I, I, we're going to see a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of that kind of yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It's hard to be, you know, if I were, I think I'd make a lot of money if I could predict it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting process because I do think I do think what last year proved was that independence uh, will maintain uh, an importance R-rated comedies, I think, will start having a, a distinct rise again. Um, like we saw, we saw bottoms. We saw no hard feelings. We saw um, more, more of a avenue for that. And then, yeah, the 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 mixture of prestige. Yeah, who who has that voice other than Nolan? You know, maybe he's a little more artsy, but Robert Eggers. You know, potentially can break through. Yeah, I don't. Maybe. Right? Maybe. I, mean, I like Eggers, right? I, yeah. I, I, no, I mean, Northman was an attempt, right? The, yeah. to, to to give it that wide an, an attempt. An I think attempt. I mean, I like Northman, but yeah. but I don't think it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that the like the Eggers and the Ari Asters and the like A twenty four type people who are trying to like operate on this higher plane i mean i guess the day well i don't know what the daniels are going to do next that's going to be uh i'm sure they've got something in the pipeline and everyone's yeah. going to be interested in that i think they're doing a television show though like yeah, that's I mean, that's the other thing right it's a lot of tv will still i mean especially with the amount of money that netflix has to pump around i mean it's gonna you know max is going so i mean the yeah. tv is gonna i think prestige tv is kind of also in a bit of a cul-de-sac but 
but we're still going to see a lot of it because all yeah. these different streaming services, until they start giving up, right, which some of them presumably will at some point or they'll consolidate, right? For sure. They're going to keep on... I mean, the name of the game there is how many tiles you can show someone. So they're going to keep on needing people to pump out these eight episode, 10 episode series that they love because, you know, they want to throw another, be able to throw another tile on their, their browser display, right? So yep. you can be overwhelmed by how much content they're giving you for your so much. 10, 15, 20 so bucks a month. Content. I guess I wanted to ask you, uh, 2023, what stood out in your mind, you know, for, for any favorites that... Because you know, last year we talked about you know everything everywhere all at once uh, was heavy heavy in the the remembrance and for the culture. What what stuck out in your mind in your experience? Well, well I mean, that, but that's going to be a big difference this year because I really liked everything everywhere all at once. I thought that was a great movie. I'd say I loved that movie. I mean, it wasn't my very favorite movie, but it was very good, and I yeah. I, th- I found it lovely and funny and quite moving. I don't like Oppenheimer. That's going to be the big movie of the year. So so it seems likely that I, I will. I will diverge more from whatever this emerging consensus is. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, so what do I think? Okay, so so last year I gave two two movies. I gave After Sun and After Yang. This this year, yeah, I mean, for me, the two best movies I saw this year were, were Past Lives and The Zone of Interest. I mean, yeah. those are the two best movies I saw. Once again, I mean, I, I guess I guess in a way that's that's a like an echo of last year. The two movies I'd pick because they're quiet movies. They're they subtle are. movies. They are. I mean, like they're movies that. Um, but I mean, I, I guess I guess the difference. Um, I mean, one one thing about both those post past lives and zone of interest, they're both in in a way they're quietly very ambitious because they're going for really big themes and really big ideas. They're movies in that an are, intimate package yes, too. Yes, yeah. but they're about like very big things, yeah. right? They're about very big, sort of haunting type things, right? About the past, about how we sort of live with the world that we find ourselves in, how we deal with what is what is hard about being alive, right? And in that sense, um, you know, I, I guess, I guess I really appreciate that ambition right mm-hmm. and you know I, let me tell you I, I was thinking about this i i another movie i would give uh an honorable mention to is um I, is bottoms which you mentioned bottoms has really stuck with me i'm always, it's always <laughs> i always think about the movies that i'm thinking about at the end of the year yeah yeah, yeah. Right? and bottoms is a movie that stuck with me i i found it to be uh the rare sort of movie that really surprised me i really did not it was surprising even having seen the trailer yeah the movie was something very different not i wouldn't say very different but it was it was it was in many ways a, a much different movie than yeah. what I thought I was going into. Yeah. And in good ways. It, it really, it was a legitimately funny movie. It was a legitimately clever movie. It had a real edge to it. It it did, um, it succeeded as a piece of satire without being didactic, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, was cinematically interesting, right? The yeah. extent to which it sort of was really willing to push these conceits much harder than I expected it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, 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 I mean, I don't know where I would rank that movie, but I definitely would give it an honorable mention because I, it was a movie that uh, that was very different than anything else I saw, and um, and it succeeded at doing that sort of an R-rated yeah. comedy in a way that um, I found refreshing and different and exciting. I mean, obviously, it had a point of view. Uh, yeah, like it, it very much had. It was trying to be exaggerate a very personal experience or feeling about what it's like to be in high school, and and we all, when we are in high school, we have exaggerated feelings, and I like that they like leaned into it and it becomes a bit surrealist. It becomes violent, and it wants to have a conversation about what that what that intertwining of violence and attraction has like with each other it's very interesting very it it, it does stand yeah, interesting out shit on its mind right yeah. which is one one thing that makes a good movie so yeah. i think that this movie's got some interesting things on its mind well you mentioned two movies that are on my top 10 and they're year two is zone of interest and past lives and i i do think that they are extraordinary films i i really do i think zone of interest while detached emotionally detached um is really trying to probe what the past has to say about the present. We had a long conversation about that. And if people want to go check it out, it's, it's available. We don't, we don't have to extend it beyond that because I thought we had a great conversation about what it means and what, what it's trying to say about our time and what challenges it poses. 
And then on the other side, you have something that's so confronting about its emotion directly with past lives. And yet they are, they're intimate packages. One's detached. This one's confronting. It wants to like really hone in on the, the, the aspects of, I, I suppose it's, it's a kind of, it's a kind of relationship grief, you know, of like letting something go. And it's really mature. Both, both works are so mature and confident and honed in that they're sort of undeniable about their voice. And they're both beautifully, beautifully shot to, to, so to, to enhance that experience. I thought they were both incredible. I think that they are hands down at the top of the experiences that you could have had at the cinemas. And if you were willing, if you were willing to engage with them on the levels that they bring, because I think one gives you something very thoughtful. It's very contemplative. Obviously it confronts a very perverse feeling of grotesqueness of, of human capability. I know it's just, it's, it's hard to swallow when you're watching movie. I don't even know. Certainly it's I've been a long time. Certainly a long time. And then past lives confronting something that maybe we all don't take the time to do, but we all we all have had those kinds of experiences. The what if then and I think it's a it's a wonderful like addition to follow up on the everything everywhere all at once kind of uh zeitgeist because past lives takes it in a very more quiet manner that we that it takes courage and emotional maturity to not get caught up in the array of possibility. She's made her choice and she has to confront and, and be comfortable with that choice. It's beautiful. I, I think uh, Greta Lee is beautiful in the movie Celine song. It's, it's got such an elegance and it's a great movie. Those yeah. were great. Those were great movies. Yeah. Yeah. They were very warm. Yeah. It's a very warm human movie. Yeah. Right? Um, Okay, well, so so you have a list. People can access your they list. They can. But I, I, I came up with a little, a little bit. We'll see if it works. We'll Let's see if do. the people enjoy it. Do your bit. So, so I thought rather than just talking about what movies you like, what movies you didn't like, I thought, well, why don't we have Kyle, whose knowledge of movies, is he's seen he's seen 110% of the movies that are re- released this well, year. I, no, that's he's not seen true. all of them. He knows all of them. I saw 100 movies. He saw 100 the movies. Theaters. Just new ones. New, just new about, ones. No, just new ones. We're not about things from the catalog. I, d- I never just, log my rewatches. I never do that. So, so I, I wrote down a list of people who I thought maybe you could make recommendations to. I want you to oh, dig in that's funny. To, your, to, your, to your memory banks from the movies yeah. you saw this year. We know what we think the best ones are, and maybe that's the recommendation, but you know, we're not just going to tell everyone to see The Zone of Interest, right, or just see Past Lives. Those are movies you should see. Actually, The Zone of Interest is actually a hard movie to recommend. I'm not sure that everyone <laughs> should see that movie. It, it is very hard to recommend. I, 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 well, everyone should in some sense, right? But yeah. it is a movie that... Um, it's it's bad because in a way I don't want to prepare people to see it, but I almost feel like they should be prepared Got it. because it's so yeah. it's so much it's so much. I mean, t- you know, talk about a triggering movie, right? I mean, that's a, that's a triggering movie. very much. So so okay so so first I was thinking about some of the characters from the big movies of the year. So I, I don't know if this guy would see many movies, but if you had to recommend a movie to J. Robert Oppenheimer, what are you telling him to see? <laughs> You're like, you need a break, man. You need a break. Need a break. What does he need? What? 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 If he were here, what would you say? It's so funny because I honestly think Oppenheimer relates at that final moment in that movie. He relates to the feeling that Zone of Interest wants to give you for absolutely. (laughs) There we go. There we go. What he sees is a vision. You know, obviously, it's you know the the events happening. Around the same time, yeah, they're related. related. They're, they're related. related. <laughs> they're very related. Um, and uh, something that haunts uh, as as a uh, you know be you know with with the implications of the Jewish scientists and the Jewish project. Yeah. You know, as as it is involved. I think zone of interest. I don't know. Again, you know, uh, back in the day, most people used uh, cinema as an escape, so that will almost would be too much of a confrontation. But that's definitely how he's feeling, and maybe. He's seen because he's seen. He's seen past the veil. I think Zone of Interest would speak that somebody else understands him, and so maybe that's true. But I suppose if we had to recommend him something to just escape, get out of his mentality, you know, see things from a different light, you know, probably Dungeons and Dragons. That's, 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 
I like that. Nothing, yeah, don't, 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 I don't, just I don't a little adventure. This too. is a world that he can craft and be part of, and it it works in to, on the roll of a dice. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think Dungeons and Dragons that, that gets an award for like the goodest movie of the year. It's just like quite a good movie. Like it's good, it's entertaining, it's fun. Yeah. You can get a lot of value out of that. Okay, so now so now since we're in this vein, right? Um, our friends Barbie and Ken have to go on a movie date. Now, what movie are you sending them to? Well, well, as we learned from the Barbie movie, that they just don't see eye to eye. It's kind of forceful of us to put them on a date, you know, because Barbie Barbie wants to venture and understand herself, and okay. Ken needs to see. Okay. But, but but let's say let's say they're platonic friends. Okay, they, they, they're going they, on. A, well, and that's sort of where they end up, right? We could say they they kind of. Um, there's only one answer. Okay, it's poor things. Poor things. <laughs> 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 Well, yeah, I mean, because we do learn that Barbie's sort of on the beginning of her awakening. Yes. Uh, at the yeah. end of the movie. So that's... that's She's is, just had her gynecological exam. That's, that's she is. needs to know how it all then works. And I think Bella Baxter <laughs> should take it through. Bella Baxter, well, yeah, could really be her her, uh, her guide through the world of her emerging sexuality. Yeah, and, and then we have uh, just a reminder that Ken is a himbo and we have we have the good mark ruffalo to yeah, really yeah, guide yeah, him that's the way true, that's true that could be a little on the nose that could send ken into a bit of a tailspin seeing that character it's probably true so okay so so i also thought about some some classic movie directors right so so let's let's uh let's bring them back from the dead let's here. do it Let's let's say uh, your 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 beloved Stanley Kubrick. What movie are you going to send well, Stanley to this year? The only one that I think he would put his seal of approval is Zone of Interest. It's so Kubrickian. Yeah. I mean, okay. Jonathan Glazer's been trying to capture that. But you don't think he would be like, ah, oh, well, I would have done this better. I, you know what? I, but you're not going to send him to Napoleon. <laughs> well, you know, I think he he might be slightly disappointed. I know it has Kubrick blood, like DNA. Um, I I don't think I think he'd be surprised i do think that there's elements of him that are, are there but i think i think it would bother him because he wanted to make napoleon he wanted to do that project and i think it would be slightly different than what he had imagined and he was kind of because of his perfectionism i don't think it would allow him to accept it um you know it's interesting stanley kubrick what do i think you might have been impressed by you know, I think he would have been impressed by El Conde. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I think El Conde, with its fantasism, because that's something I don't think he like. Kubrick, while futurist, was very grounded. Yeah, and so I think that that's. I think he would be impressed by cinema that he couldn't do. That's why he he did love Eraserhead. It was something that yeah. he could not do. Um, yeah, sort of dark fantasy kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, and I think yeah. El Conde would have would have tapped right into that. That's that, interesting. That zone. I, like that. I like that choice. So, so and one of my favorite directors, Orson Welles. What are we sending Orson to? <laughs> what are we sending Orson to? Orson. Oh man. See, I, 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 I would send him to Bottoms. I think he would. I think he would enjoy Bottoms. I think he would have a uproarious time going to I, see Bottoms. Um, I think he would understand it. I mean, he understood a lot, right? I mean, we don't really know who Orson Welles was, like because there was such a performance to him. We talked about that on F for Fake. Yeah, that who is Orson Welles? Like, the, like from his commercials to his film roles to even his interviews. <laughs> the French Champagne. <laughs> he Love that guy. nobody could really understand who he was. I mean, maybe maybe Peter Bogdanovich got to know him a little bit, yeah. but I think even then, there's like this veil that. Never was never shattered. You know, I think I would probably send Orson Welles. Man, it's so difficult to choose. It's so difficult to maybe say. Uh, I think you you are correct that Bottoms might be it, but maybe the holdovers. Yeah, yeah. I think the holdovers. Yeah. I think it's 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 a mixture of conventional but uh, period piece sensibilities. I think I think he would have understood that. Like how how do you create that that illusion? I think he'd understand it. Okay, we're gonna go into the vein of popular culture. And of course, there's no had, she had a big movie herself. What are we setting Taylor Swift to? What, what does Taylor need to see? She's a busy lady. She is busy. She's a busy lady. But we got we got Swift. We got to recommend a movie for her. I mean, you know. 
I guess she, she. I wonder if she saw the Beyonce movie, right? Do a little. See, yeah, see, was, see was, what the, they're see supporting what the each other. Doing, was, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're. You know, I, I, I don't think Taylor because because she's busy, she needs something a bit frivolous. She needs something to escape. She needs something. I I I don't. It does, she doesn't strike me as a. I, those are going to sound so rude. I, I, not that she doesn't think, but like, I don't think she wants contemplative cinema. I don't know. She yeah, doesn't strike me as that yeah, kind of person. Yeah. Um, see, look at her options to star in. She did like Tom Hooper's Cats. She was in David O. Russell's Amsterdam. Yeah. I think she wants something maybe a little candy-coated, so maybe Wonka. You said it to Wonka? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wonka. that could be a nice jaunt for her. That could be a nice yeah, it's jaunt It's got music, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's got Timothy Chalamet, who maybe she'll date at some point in he her He went life. to one of her concerts. So, yeah, so, so, you, so you can get a little preview of that. I mean, no, I, I, people seem excited about her and Travis, so, you know, we don't want to... Although she does like rom-coms, so maybe No Hard Feelings, and yeah. maybe um, Anyone But You. I didn't see that one with Sydney Sweeney and yeah. Glenn Powell. Uh, very attractive to people, but uh, Sydney Sweeney's acting in the trailer was very poor. Yeah, so but I know, wasn't convinced. Right. She, she needs a break. She's a hardworking <laughs> woman. I put this one in for you just to balance out the the music world. What movie are you sending Maynard James Keenan to? <laughs> uh, what movie does Maynard need to see? Maynard. I mean, incredibly intellectual and philosophical, anti-religious. Um contemplates the world i mean i think zone of interest but we've said that a lot maybe killers of flower moon for me killers of flower moon yeah that's that's a good choice um so now we're going a little more into the realm of the fantastical i always see them here so i i need to know what are we sending gozer the gozerian to (laughs) gozer in order to convince her not to or they uh not to destroy our world uh, we got to send them to the best that we have to offer, I suppose. And what would that be? I don't know. I think past lives. I mean, if we're going to pick one of the, I, I'm not, I'm going to send a goes to the zone of interest. I think that's, you know, no, that might just, that, that could convince the best that we that have to should, offer should be killed. Yeah. Whereas past lives is kind of about what's nice about people. What's sort of redeeming about people. Gozer though, kind of goes are the destruct, you know, the destructor, you know, maybe maybe needs to have a being appeased by their darker sensibilities but needs to also laugh so maybe i'm sending them to may december okay may december's a good choice <laughs> it certainly gives you some insight into the human condition i think, I think so <laughs> uh and and another big movie star this year someone who i think probably needs a break uh what do you think what do you think uh, he'll need a big movie screen but where are we sending gojira a <laughs> good old Godzilla, yeah. Which is this one represents? Well, the the Godzilla is always a metaphor. Which the survivor's guilt is this one? Yeah, because the the others, the atomic bomb, <laughs> the, one of them is environmental catastrophe. This one is survivor's guilt. Um, so it needs to be appeased, Priscilla. <laughs> Priscilla's got survivor's guilt. <laughs> uh, I was I was going to ask about Trump and Biden since we're going to be hearing about them a lot this year, but I don't think that either of them could really get through a movie at this point. No. Nah. So uh, we're going to have to send them maybe some YouTube shorts. Some uh, TikToks. Some TikToks. That's about what they've got the attention span for. <laughs> I figure we close out with uh, a recommendation. I'm sure at least one of these person gets a lot of your recommendation, but I thought you know our the 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 yin to our yang in the uh, in the podcast universe in the uh, I know movies you you don't Kyle Brule podcast empire. What are we sending our friends from Story Yelling, which is a podcast you should all all listen to? It's so funny, Katie. Now, what are we sending Katie and and Nell to? I mean, Katie, I'm sure gets a lot of your recommendations, but she what does. Are we send, maybe we'll send them together. We should send them on a on a on a on a, a lovely day. You know, no. it's so funny because um, Katie and I don't see too many movies. We see a lot of movies here together. We do a lot of rewatches. We do a lot of, um, uh, you know, rentals, you know, things that are that are recommended to her, to us that we watch. Um, I have not watched a lot of movies with Nell. Actually, I've watched only one movie with Nell, and I watched it with her and Katie together in the same theater with you, and that was Killers of the Flower yeah, Moon. Yeah, so there you go. So we saw that together, but that is not a Nell movie. It is more of a Katie movie, but not something she'd ever like rewatch again. 
the both of them, well, they're really into drag. They're really into that that sort of sensational kind of entertainment. Bottoms comes maybe they should, close. They should see I do. It. Has Katie not seen Bottoms? She has not seen Bottoms. She should see I bottoms. do think that 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 would yeah, strike. Bottoms would be a good choice there. I think both of the, because of the campiness, yeah. the the enhanced qualities that it has because it's female perspective they are they are obviously from a female perspective i i yeah i think bottoms would work yeah okay, okay. We'll, we'll get them uh we'll, we'll get a copy of bottoms over here they can, <laughs> can have a, they can have a movie night okay so there's some movie recommendations if you feel you're you know one of those people you you have to feel a you identify with. with any of those personalities one, one of those people out there you must feel a kinship with one of them so those are Kyle's movie recommendations for the <laughs> for the good. past year that's funny so are we gonna do are, we, are you gonna pitch me some movies I can pitch you some movies I don't I'm I'm not I don't know if I'm gonna go as detailed but I'm gonna just kind of throw just, some yeah, at me, you some love give me excited I want to get your reactions for anticipation I think I think okay so apparently so this we, is where Kyle pitches me. Movies that are coming out in the in the year, in the coming year, which I of course won't know about because I don't pay attention. Yeah, uh, but uh, and I get to I get to decide how much I how, how excited I am for these things. Well, yeah, I and and I, I wanted to start off with one to maybe just garner your excitement to know that the future is positive for you in okay, particular okay, for something good. that you that I, will I like that. speak to your I heart. Like me. Because I know you like sex workers. Uh, the, yes. And I know you the like sex and movies. Work, I'm pro-sex in movies. And yes, pro-sex worker, to be sure. To How do you sure. feel about Las Vegas? The city? I the city. Fe- I feel mixed about Las Vegas. Right. Uh, but, I mean, I, I you know, I've had some good times there. I, I know. Well, so, so this movie takes place in Las Vegas. It follows sex workers in Las Vegas. It's directed by Sean Baker. Yeah, well, okay, there we go. Yeah, that'll be... It's called a Nora. We don't know much more beyond that, but it's very well-researched work, and it takes on uh, sex from another vantage point of the American culture, and I... Well, that movie's going to fucking slap. We know that. (laughs) Sean Baker does not miss. He's 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 a hitter. He's not miss, never misses. Uh, histor- how about uh, historical movies of events? Do you like? Do you like those? Well, I mean, they, you know, depends on the event. I mean, depends I mean, on the history. I, in, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a history guy. I yeah. mean, I, you know, once you hit a forty and you're a dude, you have to become a history guy. You have to be into like World War II or some shit like that. So you know, I, I'm not gonna play against type. I like history shit. Well, and as I mean, typical, I mean, good. I mean, as as you just said, you know, it, it hones in on what is a typical historical piece, World War Two. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's it's a particular event in World War Two, okay. not uh, sometimes ventured um, in a peripheral sense, but not necessarily so direct in cinema. Is the Blitz? Yeah, I mean, the Blitz is a big deal, yeah. right? That's a big deal. I mean, I guess. Um, uh, what what was the Ma- the Malik movies about the Blitz right uh, Thin Red Line or whatever you know the uh, oh well Thin Red Line's the, the, the Battle of the Bulge so that's Battle of the I yeah, can't yeah, always yeah, get yeah, them confused the the, yeah. yeah no but no the Blitz on London yeah know, yeah okay oh no we're talking London I, yeah um that could be interesting although I mean British people are so fucking annoying about how stiff upper lip they were that's and how true. Uh, that's like the Great Britain is basically a country that exists to talk about how much better things were back then it, when they were all together. It's been downhill since then. Uh, would it help that the filmmaker is renowned hunger, shame, 12 years a slave director, Steve McQueen? I love Steve McQueen. Love <laughs> so, Steve McQueen. It's called Blitz. So that's coming okay, out next okay, year. Okay. Well, I'll give. Uh, I mean, I loved Widows, right? I was a big Widows fan. Oh, yeah, I so like Widows. I, uh, so, I mean, uh, yeah. It wasn't my favorite, but I liked it. Yeah, so, yeah, Steve McQueen, yeah, we'll ride with Steve McQueen 100%. All right. Um, well, we got the third installment of the X trilogy coming out with Ty West's Maxine. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, that's that's not my thing, but I like the first X. I didn't even see the Pearl one, but, but people right. seem more mixed on that. But the first one was good. Like I, I was into it. I mean, I like that sort of pulpy kind of. It's pulpy. It's grimy. Uh, it's 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 sexy to a point, although it then obviously it takes a turn. But uh, it's got sex in it, so that's positive. So yeah, I'll, I'll go see that. We have some trailers already coming out for obviously material that's coming out this year. Yeah. Um, one of them I wanted to ask you about um, is a trailer that we both seen. Yeah. As a trailer that I'm sure we both don't like. Um, and it's, uh, Alex Garland's new movie, Civil War. My favorite comment about it was that it's the God is Dead series, but for liberals. 
so here's what's it. I mean, I, I so Garland is an interesting filmmaker to me. Yeah. I think Ex, Ex Machina is one of the best movies oh, yeah. of the 21st century. I mean, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Um, I liked Annihilation. I like Annihilation. I like Men as well. Yeah, you like Men. I didn't see Men. So I like how, his his TV show. Um, Debs. That also seemed very divisive. It but, is, but, but, it's I, very but good. I didn't see, and I should watch it because I like him, and I like I like Offerman. I mean, I like the people who are involved. Um, the trailer does look bad. I, I don't think there's really any way around that. But it raises to me a really interesting question, which is either this movie is exactly what we think it is, which would make it bad, <laughs> yeah, or it's something yeah. very different than or what we different. think it is. Yeah. Which is potentially intriguing. Yes. So I reserve judgment. I mean, I agree the trailer certainly makes it look silly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, this is what's going to happen. Like, I hope. I, I like, do hope it's not the case. Like, I mean, to me, political satire should be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is even satire, but I think that, like, the thing about the election of someone like Trump is it's both horrifying and an extremely hilarious outcome, right? It's a terrible outcome, but it's also so ridiculous that it has the quality of like a kind of insane satire, right? And so I think to to go from like if 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 it's just going to be stone cold leaden serious post-apocalyptic wasteland cuz we're all terrible I mean, in a way, it's funny because this inspired be to be a satire, but in a way, that's kind of don't look up, right? Uh-huh. I mean, it's a movie yeah. that's just that's so down on everything that it kind of it kind it's kind of dulls its own edge, right? With its doom saying, yeah, hundred percent. So, so, uh, but I'm intrigued by it because for the reason that you point out, the, the trailer does look bad, but it does make me wonder, like, is it really going to be that bad, or or is it something else? Is, is there a curveball coming? Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. Um, I know we're fans of Pablo Lorraine. Um, and he had a little detour this last year from uh, surveying w- uh, powerful women or uh, notable women of history uh, with uh, El Conde. Although there was kind of that. Well, a little, a little bit. In. A little but, yeah, a little baked in. But he is um, doing a different different one, um, and it's part of that, uh, what, what he is calling, I think, a trilogy of his study. I mean, obviously, he did Jackie and then Spencer. His new one is Maria. Uh, and it's about Maria Callas, the opera singer. Yeah, I mean, I know who she is. I don't know much more than that. Yeah, I don't know so, much so, about so her. So she's either. not a person who I feel any particular attachment to. Although I know she is like she looms very large in that world. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, the number of opera singers I can name on like one hand, right? Her Pavarotti, Placido Domingo. We're really getting about to the end at that point. Well, yeah. And he's so, so, re- re- reuniting here with Stephen Knight, uh, who wrote Spencer. Uh, Stephen Knight being also a filmmaker of his own right. He did Locke, and he did uh, some other movies. Yeah, I mean, I like the way he makes movies. I like that the, they're 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 subtle and they have a kind of a horror edge. Like, it's funny because I don't I don't love like horror movies as horror movies, but like. I mean, like, like El Conde I liked a lot, too, that you mentioned, Zone of Interest. I mean, I like these movies that are dramas but that have this sort of horror edge to them I tend to find very effective. So I'm I'm certainly curious. I'm certainly curious for anything he makes. Okay, yeah. Uh, would, would that apply also to Yorgos? You want the most? Sure, sure, sure. Apparently he has another movie coming out. Yeah, he's year. working. He's That guy's working. Apparently working on this while he was doing post for poor things, um, yeah, which I mean, is yeah, quite I mean, a balancing that, act. That guy is, yeah, because, I mean, those movies seem like they would take a lot of work. Uh, and this one <laughs> um, this one returns him to being a writer-co-writer on on the material. But it's uh, it, w- it used to be called And, but now it's called Kinds of Kindness. It's an anthology film. That has Emma Stone, Jesse Plemons, Willem Dafoe, Margaret Qualley, Hong Chow, Joe Alwyn, Amandu Athi, and Hunter Schaefer. Sure. Potential. Anthology movies, I mean, I guess we saw, what, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I mean, it's not a lot. We haven't seen a lot of them. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll ride with that guy. The thing is, I think uh, at this point, I think he can do anything he wants, uh, really. No, no and, he, yeah, he's definitely, uh, well, that's good. I mean, yeah, it, you know. It's interesting. I mean, it's it's not a concept that you see rolled out a lot, right? I mean, I'm trying to think of all the anthology movies I can even think of. Like from my younger days, like Four Rooms or like, I guess Shortcuts in his way, in his way kind of an anthology Kind movie. of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Shortcuts. Well, the Altman I, movies kind of are a little anthology-esque, I guess, just in their own little way. 
Interesting. I'm, I'm, I'll, 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 I'll definitely, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that's that, that is list. coming. Um, let's see. Let me just throw out some filmmakers that um, you might know that uh, maybe some will catch interest um, for whatever project that they have coming. Kevin Costner coming back as a director. Um, okay. In fact, um, this movie he's got Horizon and American Saga coming out in two parts of his summer, a, Mar- a western uh, epic. Uh, is essentially what back to Wyatt Earp, yeah. Uh, it's essentially what lost him. He got fired off of Yellowstone, uh, because of that contract dispute because he was making this movie. Well, I didn't even know that he got fired off Yellowstone, I thought he sort of was Yellowstone, yeah. Uh, he left, yeah. He left. I mean, I like shit like that in theory, but uh, you know, that's a that you're gonna have to show me on that one, Kevin, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we got Mike Lee. Are you a fan of Mike Lee? Yeah. Uh, so he's got another movie called Hard Truths coming out. Um, uh, Paul Schrader coming back. Another. Uh, It's called O Canada. Um, David Cronenberg has another movie after Crimes of the Future. It's called The Shrouds. Good title. Good title. Good title. I I I think it works in his favor. you know, um, we got who, who's a couple of other filmmakers. I mean, uh, Bong Joon Ho. Uh, yeah, his movie sure. just got moved off the schedule. It was supposed to come out in March. Called Mickey Seventeen has Robert Pattinson, but pretty sure they're gonna do a uh, awards push, and so yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they they pulled it off schedule. Um, we got Lynn Ramsey, who does like we need to talk about Kevin. Yeah, uh, well, I, really the, there. I really love the movie she did with Joaquin Phoenix. You were never, really you were never here. really here. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, she got she has a new one called Polaris, um, and then the, some of the big ones. We got Megalopolis rumored to come out in maybe two months here. Jeez, uh, I mean, sure. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're all going to see it. I mean, who the fuck knows how good who, it'll yeah, be? Yeah, exactly. But. Nosferatu from Robert Eggers. Uh, sure. I mean, it's pretty classic material. I know Werner Herzog did. Uh, did his in uh in the 70s which is also good um so let's keep the tradition going every nosferatu version has been pretty good yeah no, i hope that'll be good i mean I, I i can't i can't see him making like a bad nosferatu whether it'll be good or great is a different question very true very true and then dune part two yeah i mean i I, I i i thought the first dune movie was like in terms of a big spectacle movie about as good as we're gonna get yeah so I'm yeah I'm I'm all in for that. Yeah, there's some other filmmakers that people might know. Justin Curzel uh, has got a movie, The Order. Luca Guadagnino is that uh, three way, uh, the movie, the yeah. tennis movie yeah. with. Uh, yeah, I'm, he's an interesting filmmaker. Yeah, got challengers. He, I mean, I mean, he's an interesting filmmaker. Uh, Duke Johnson, who was a co-director on uh, Charlie Kaufman's uh, Anomalisa, but he yeah. also did uh, More Oral. Um, yeah. But he's a uh, doing. Taking on a uh, live action movie with Ryan Gosling called The Actor. Um, Terrence Malick, again, rumored that his movie's coming out. David Lowry with Mother Mary. Um, Leos Cara, you know, Say Pas Moi. Uh, Andrea Arnold, also a great female filmmaker, coming out with a movie called Bird. Um, so, I mean, just filtered out. Bruno Dumont is coming out with another movie. Celine Song, who just did Past Lives, might have another movie coming out called Materialists. Um, Gareth e- Evans, Havoc, Joshua Oppenheimer, The End. Um, so it could be it could be a promising yeah, it's, year. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, like I said, it, we're, we're definitely in transition, right? Streaming services still figuring it out. Not sure what the big budget movies are going to be in the wake of sort of the collapse or not. I was collapse. I, I sort of avoided the because honestly, the big budget movies that are on the calendar are all sequels and reboots. Yeah, and that's what's tough. That's well, what's tough to we're, swallow. We're, but we're, we're not going to see the Oppenheimer. I mean, it's it takes too long to make those movies. So we're going to yeah. see that next year. Yeah, next year we'll see whatever we'll see the Oppenheimer Barbie clones. Yeah. Absolutely. They they're not going to get them out this year. Because, like, you're right. I haven't mentioned, like, the blockbusters. We got Ghostbusters, Frozen yeah, Empire. Whatever. We got Gladiator 2. We got sure. Joker, which no, I have zero no, interest no. in. A Godzilla, Kong. We got Twisters. The... Yeah, come on. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Get that shit out of here. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, Lord of the Rings, War of the Rohirrim. I have no idea who's well, doing I mean, that and what that's okay. Up I mean, to. maybe you know, after what they did with the Hobbit, right? I mean, who knows? Beetlejuice two, whatever. Um, but how about we've seen a trailer for this one, Fall Guy? What do you think of that? Could be good. That that's one could of those that could be good, right? Be good. Like it, it it has the kind of silly concept. It's it strikes me as like a Shane Black 
uh, like nice guys, you know, like yeah, it, I mean, it has I mean, that kiss, I mean, kiss, bang, bang. And Gosling is that good. Yes. Right. I mean, he yeah. is good enough that he can make that movie. Like he's he, someone like him is a real value add for me in a movie like that. Yeah. Cause he's, just, he is that good. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, that's sort of what the radar is bringing. And for 2024, yeah. I mean, it's going to be kind of a rough go of it for the first couple months as it, as always, it always is. is. And, but there'll be some good ones. There'll be some gems. You know, I'm not necessarily negative on a February release, Lisa Frankenstein. I'm. I think I'll be okay on I, that. I think. Um, I, I think that Ethan Cohen movie too. Oh yeah, Drive Away Dolls. I think yeah. I, that that could very well. You know, we've talked about this, but I mean, I love Burn After Reading. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I think that when they get in that really sort of slightly madcap dark humor zone. It, it can work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that movie was yeah. was fun. We'll see. We'll see what it brings. Well, uh, what I do know is that I will look forward to every conversation that we sit down to do. Oh, most of them. No, I, no. I look forward <laughs> to talking to you. That's well, what sweet. I look that's forward sweet. to. Well, well, thank you for lending <laughs> your um, your expertise to our fictional characters historical figures you know it's funny because all the people with whom they can identify absolutely what's well, funny because like when i worked at blockbuster you had to learn you had to learn what what are people's tastes what are their personalities like you can't just be like I, this movie's good go watch this movie that's not necessarily citizen kane have you seen citizen kane best movie of all time and, then you, you just know. threw it out the list godfather <laughs> casablanca all of the all the notable ones like it, it, it there's no point in doing that but you you orient on personality you try and figure it out I've done it. I've done that before. I do. I do that with friends. I I know what. I know generally what people might like, depending on what I see. So, well, thank you, Kyle. That's yeah. Kyle Brule. I know movies and you don't. Also, like we said, uh, story yelling part of the empire. So, oh yeah, yeah. So we we. I, I do produce that. I do produce a. You can hear Kyle's story yelling voice during that too. Yeah, everyone. Not as often. No, but, but you pop often. in. You pop. I in. pop in. I I pipe up. Uh, ben Thalen, Dead Reckoner Substack. Yeah, and uh, go find his musings when he graces musings. us with them. There'll be musings. Um, and uh, yeah, I look forward to 2024 and what it has to bring for for our conversations. Please, movie gods, send us something good. Please send us. We'll something We'll burn good. you an offering later. <laughs> we'll burn. We'll do, we'll uh, we'll find uh, you know what, what one of the one of the Criterion DVDs that Kyle has upgraded to 4K. We'll take it and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll melt it down as an offering to the cinema gods. Do you want to try and tackle a movie next week? Sure. Uh, do you want to tr- try and do Society of Snow? Sure, let's do Society of Snow. Yeah, because I, I haven't finished it. I saw, I saw a good portion of it. Katie and I are going to finish it. I'm glad sometimes for at-home streaming releases. Yeah, we can do some streaming. We can do some streaming. I can digest it. It's it's uh, unsurprisingly hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, we love that. We love a good hard-to-watch movie here. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll reconvene next week. Maybe there's something else. But Society of Snow is on Netflix, easy to catch, and so maybe we'll just easy, have a easy conversation. Easy to see, hard to watch. Easy to see, hard to watch. Well, well, maybe we'll do that. <laughs> okay, buddy. We'll we'll talk to you next time. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye.